0: Welcome back. Again, this is uh, you know the one... I think I have a show in a couple of weeks, but this has been uh, basketball-heavy and preemption-heavy, and I'm so happy to have on one of the great guests in the history of radio, this station or any others, uh, my friend Tony Fitzpatrick. Tony, how are you?
1: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: I'm good. You have up at Dime Gallery now a, an exhibit by our mutual friend, but a much better friend of yours, the musician John Langford. What, yeah. what, what? 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 I would love to know, Tony, is that you are someone too who spreads themselves around creatively. You have. You are an actor. You have been a radio host. You are a poet, and you are a visual artist. Did it take? Some arm-twisting to convince John Langford that in addition to being one of Chicago's most talented musicians, he was also a pretty damn good visual artist. Did it take some convincing?
1: You know, a little bit, a little bit. We, we go back 35 years. I met John uh, in Memphis as I was being thrown out of Graceland. And the <laughs> eldest cops chased us across the street. And I had just seen John's band, the Mekons, the night before mm-hmm. at the Antenna Club in Memphis, and I stopped, and there they were, the Mekons. So we started talking, and then the Elvis cops kept coming, so I had to leave. What did you try to and do? What did you try to do years later?
0: What did you try to do? Jump in Elvis' bed or something? Why did you get thrown out up of the
1: stairs? Oh, God,
0: I get it. Yeah, private rooms. Yeah, private I, went, rooms. I wanted
1: to see. I wanted to see where him and Ann-Margaret got together, you know, so um, they chased me. Rick, it was the weirdest thing. There was a guy with dark red pompadour, dark red mutton chops. He was like Ginger Elvis. Oh, wow. You know? Wow. That's the guy who chased me across the street. So I met John, and uh, he he was kind of perplexed as to what was going on, but (laughs) I gave him my card. I was working for the, The Loop at the time. Sure. Sure. And uh, when they came through town, I made it a point to go and see them. And I saw all of his drawings. And uh, he'd been doing a bunch of cartoons and drawings for New City.
0: Right, right, right.
1: I I ran into him one night at Metro. I had just opened my etching press. And I said, look, Uh, this is a a kind of art making that will reward how you draw. Let's do this. And, uh... He made a couple of things, and honestly, like the first etching he ever made uh, was as good as anything I've ever made in my life on an etching press. And really? I'm pretty well known for that. Yeah, no kidding. And no I kidding. Said him, I said, "Look, you, you have to have a show of your work." I owned World Tattoo at the time, and uh, for a little for a little bit, he was resistant, and then I, I think he began to see himself in it. And um we had a show, uh we hosted his show in nineteen uh ninety three mm-hmm. and I promised him that we'd do another show ever since then, but you know, his schedule would get busy, mine would get busy. Yep. Yep. Uh we've been trying to do this again for the last thirty five years. In the meantime <laughs> we became the best of friends. And yeah. um after our pal Lynn Bramer uh passed away, uh I said, look, it's time to do this. And let's not let another year go by without hanging this show. And um, it opened uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a killer. It's just an absolute knockout. Um, it, what, it, what's great about it is it, it, it views America uh, from a long way off. I mean, John grew up in, in uh, Wales. Wales. In Leeds, and... You never really know what people think of us until you talk to another English-speaking person sure. from somewhere else. Um, one of the most compelling images in the show is a painting of Nixon and Kissinger. I mean, <laughs> two guys who I'm absolutely positive are occupying box seats in hell, um, and deservedly so. Yep. And uh, it, it goes to how... People who are not from America view our history, view it from over the fence or from outside, and that's a very, very good thing for us to have to look at. Good point,
0: Tony. Really good point. Uh, the thing about you, one of the things that is uh, incredibly admirable, is you have been able over, you know, your entire career, to empower people to feel that they are, when they indeed are, artists. I think of what you've done with John Sauce, who is a mutual friend of ours, who has uh, collected things on beaches and made photographs of these. And Tony, you... It, that took some convincing, did it not? <laughs> to make, yeah, a, that, that took some real convincing. arm-twisting, didn't it?
1: Well, well you know, the, the odd thing is is that what John does is not only about art; it's about anthropology. Oh, it's about yeah, a relationship with maybe the roughest body of water on this planet for its own size. Yep. Um, and and every day that that lake gives up more of its history. Yeah. More of its story.
0: And, and more, and indeed, too, more of its junk, too. Uh, that's what. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what fascinates me about. I just
1: carefully carefully chronicled this and, and 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 made uh I think created a, a, a codified history of our city. Yeah he's what kind we of like, value what we keep, what we discard, what what has, holds meaning for us. It's what we leave in the sand.
0: You know he's kind of like the curator of Lake Michigan and it tells
1: Yeah, he it, is.
0: it does. I mean it certainly tells uh, the kind of society we have with you know, some of his some of his gatherings are like hundreds of you know cigarette lighters and yep. fireworks and uh, all sorts yep. of things. Uh, he's got to be up for another show soon. Yes,
1: he's had two. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get him back. Um, I mean, it, part of the you know how this gallery found its soul is recognizing uh, art in the hands of people who <laughs> were not really sure they were artists.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And,
1: and part of part of what is so important uh for our mission is to give give those people the space, create a license for them to say, Yes, I'm an artist. This is this is what I do. This is how my view of the world manifests itself.
0: Well many of those um, people many of those people have been on the show. I mean think of Peter Bella, who was a retired yeah, retired Bella. police officer who does what is conventionally known as street photography, and that wonderful woman who was also on the show. Daphne Walsh. Daphne Walsh, who,
1: who She's is... our next show.
0: Is, she is? She's great. She is that.
1: our next show, yeah. I, I went and saw a new body of work, and, uh... You know, she just continues to grow, and, um... Yeah, well... Has that magical thing that, uh... You know, that Harry Callahan had, that, uh... Richard Avedon had, Ouija had, um, she knows when the, when the moment reveals itself yeah, and that's when she takes the picture. Um, yeah. I'm a big collector of hers. I'm, I'm, uh, and a huge fan. Um, you know, I mean, there, there are so many of those artists in Chicago. I know. And there are so many of them that don't, uh, uh sadly don't, uh, often have it acknowledged that, uh, well, because what they're doing is in fact art.
0: Well, part of it too. And you, I remember when you guys, you and Tim Anderson and, and uh, you know Peter Hurley and some others yeah. started the Cold House exhibits in in sort of n- not retaliation so much to the conventional kind of gallery situation here, but the gallery situation here for many years has been very heavily political.
1: Well, it was- it was it was you know back in the uh, early '80s. It was rife with gatekeepers. Yep. And, um Yeah. Sure. Well, we did was we want, we just wanted to make a case for ourselves. You what know. You did. And, um, yeah, and, and 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 Timmy Anderson. I mean, he's he's the guy like John Langford. I mean, there there are a few guys I look around with uh, at, and I think you know we all heard the same dog whistle. We all heard. Uh, that it's, If they're not going to let you in their house, then you build your own. Yeah, and you guys. This is why I opened World Tattoo Gallery.
0: God, do I have fond memories of World Tattoo and Cold House? Oh, yeah. Let's take a break. We'll take a, a there one night. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, we'll take a break, and I want to talk to Tony, too, about, about his upcoming show. He sends me, and I'm grateful to it. Uh, you're working your butt off, my friend. Uh, yeah, and, and you're in a creative—not a frenzy, but you're in a real creative uh, period. I've been uh, at it. Yeah, yep, yeah, half a. Half the Angels is going to be a new exhibition and a book uh, later this year. But I also want to talk talk about that, and I want to talk about Richard Lewis for a couple minutes.
1: Uh, Our our old pal Richard Lewis,
0: man. What a character. We'll be back in a couple minutes. In addition to uh, running one of Chicago's uh, most important galleries, The Dime, at 1513 Northwestern Avenue, currently showing... Insignificance by our mutual friend, the great musician and astonishingly talented visual artist, John Langford. Tony Fitzpatrick has been uh, on a real tear recently. I, I am one of the fortunate people, though I can't, I'm not fortunate that I can't afford to buy every uh, image he sends me. But he sends me images as he's working on them, Tony. It's not a. It's a, you're on a real uh, streak here. Are you not?
1: As, as my uh, father used to say, I'm on a heater lately. You know, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm, I'm making a a book of uh, haiku and birds, and the the idea is it's really a book about faith. It's about you know, for those of us who don't have a deity, where do we put our face? How mm-hmm. do we find our face? Mm-hmm. And, um, man, nature has been a great, uh, a great place for me to uh, invest that idea and, and, and surround myself with it, and, and and honestly, you know, quite frankly, to be healed by it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, right now we're we're coming up to the gut of migration. So I'm spending a lot of time, you know, looking at birds, making these images. And, uh, you know, I had a relationship with uh, the Beverly Art Center. Sure. Um, you know, I love the people who run it, uh, Monica Wilsack and, and, and Sal Campbell. And I just thought, you know, I'm not doing museum shows anymore. and This is an art center. People don't have to pay to get in. Right, um, right, right. And this is the south side of Chicago. This is a place that uh birthed you know my father and uh mm-hmm. a great many others. and this this would be a good place to have this so um it's a no- be- November it's be- November and December
0: of this year How many yeah. pieces how many pieces are you likely to have up there?
1: This is probably this is probably ninety pieces Wow. Wow! This is probably as big as the show I had out at the uh, Cleve County
0: Museum. Yeah, which was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. But the stuff, the stuff I've seen. Yeah, it'll
1: also be a, it, it'll also be a performance. Um, you know, John and I have been talking about it more and more, and. Uh, I honestly think I want to rope him into this.
0: <laughs> you should. He, well, in many way, he owe, tell him that I said he owes you for God's sake. He owes you for putting <laughs> on this show. For putting on this show. You know, he paints he paints birds beautifully.
1: There's a bunch of birds in this show. Don't let him horn into don't,
0: don't let him horn
1: into your into your milieu. Oh no, you no, man. No, birds are <laughs> birds are for everybody, brother. I'm 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 good with it. So, no, I was very interested. I'm thinking, you know, Go ahead. I'm thinking. I'm not very musical uh, all by myself, and every show I've ever ever did for Steppenwolf, there was a musical component. Yeah. And um, I think John would. Uh, John and those guys would be kind of perfect for this. Oh, I think so has,
0: too. I think so too.
1: He's also a phenomenal storyteller. Yeah. You know when we did the, the, the when we did the. Uh, you know the the kind of memoir we did for Lynn. It was called Cinderella, Cinderella Blackbird. Blackbird, yeah. And um we like doing it. You know, we we uh, we 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 talk about it every time we run into each other. That we'd like to do something like that again. That's good enough and, for um, me,
0: man. That's good enough for me. Yeah,
1: I was talk, I was talking to him today. He was here all day. Um he does hang out there.
0: Later. He does he does show up there if he doesn't have a the concerts out of town, he does show up at the Dime Gallery on the weekends occasionally to talk to Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. patrons again 1513 Northwestern Avenue. It's really amazing, Tony. A few a couple weeks ago you sent me a note saying you sent me a a, a a photo of one of your works and said, "Oh my god, look. Jeff Jeff Garland just uh just bought this." And I thought, Yeah, he wow, did." You know, that that gave a real, to me, a punctuation mark to the death of our, we weren't, Tony and I were not great friends of Richard Lewis, but we spent time with Richard Lewis and I.
1: Yeah, I mean, I knew him from, I knew him from the loop because he used to come in and, uh, Talk to Stephen Gary all
0: the time. Oh yeah, he was. He told me. He told me in one of the old pieces I read when he was talking about how much he loves Chicago. He said, "You know, well, Rick, I think one one of the reasons is I always have these nightmares of Stephen Gary making me do stuff on their show." Uh, he, he he was he was a real grand talent, and and I'm not going to say unique, but certainly. As distinctive a comedic talent as I have ever known, I'm sure you feel the same way, don't you?
1: Absolutely. I I, I never knew a comic uh, that was anything. You know, Richard Lewis was only like himself.
0: Yes, you know exactly. When
1: you met him off stage, he's the nicest and, and kindest human being you ever met in your life. And I I did uh, like like yourself. I did not know him well, but yeah. I I knew him well enough that when he came to the station, he was he was always gracious, always said hello. Um, You know, he was he was pretty close with Bill Zemi. Yeah, very yeah, indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah, Bill, who knew everybody, you know, he he was just uh, (coughs) plugged in that way. But yeah, Jeff Garland um, married my agent. I've known him for thirty-five years.
0: I've known the, Jeff for a uh, while, too. I knew his parents pretty well, and, yeah, because he was, uh, you know, until he became, like, incredibly famous with Curb Your Enthusiasm, he was just a great stand-up. That's what he did. Yeah. He was a great stand-up. Maybe
1: a, one of the one, one of the best I've ever seen, he, you
0: know. He, and then he made uh, some movie or one-man show called, you know, You Ate My Cheese or something. I don't remember. Oh,
1: no, I need someone to eat cheese with.
0: Yeah, that's right. I, that's right. I <laughs>
1: saw it, like, four times, you know, <laughs> know. Um is he I, I is just, you know you know the one the one i made about prince just now just sure, over the weekend sure jeff bought it this morning
0: wow wow has he been yeah. a collector for a long time he's
1: he's been, he's collected me for a long time yeah and Good. um Good. and i think largely because uh my my uh my former agent his wife marla uh Kahn, mm-hmm. um was a fan and uh you know, I would, every time I would go for an audition and I would see Jeff in the room, I'd leave. You know, it's like, you know, it's just Jeff Garland, man. They're gonna, you know, yeah, no, they, if they have any brains, they're going to hire him. I'm going to go. You know, <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh,
0: How's the family? How's the family, honey?
1: Family's good. good. Family's good. You know, I'm, I'm coexisting with a cat right now. Uh oh. Um, Max's cat. And uh, that's interesting. Um, I'm not really a cat I'm, guy. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it's more interesting for the cat than it is for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're the not.
1: cat does enjoy the cat does enjoy his petty torments. You know, <laughs> but um, and and Gabby, you know, both Gabby and Max are writing a lot. They're, oh, that's you know,
0: great. Max doing any acting? Act- how's Max's is- acting? How's Max's acting career coming?
1: He's doing good. He's, he's he's been doing all kinds of small little bit parts. And um, that's how it starts. You know, he, uh, say what? That's
0: how it starts. That's how our career yeah. starts. You know that better and, than me.
1: Uh, both him and Gabby have kind of toe-dipped into doing stand-up.
0: Oh, my God. I, for the hell of it. Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd love
1: you know to see that. They're really that. funny. You know? Keep me they're posted, really Tony funny.
0: Fitzpatrick. Again, 1513 uh, North uh, Western, Avenue. Western Avenue and Tony is usually there on weekends to drop in and see John Langford show. It's always great yeah, to talk. You too. It's always great to talk to you, honey. See ya.